Welcome to the Boston Not Light. We're Nina Fister and Lauren Gill, co-founders of MagPR, a local boutique agency helping emerging brands and influencers gain exposure, build community, and achieve growth through public relations efforts. Each month, our Boston Not Light podcast features candid interviews with local women entrepreneurs who are making it happen. Our guest today is Laura Kesson, founder of Ivy Hairloft. She'll be sharing tips on how to create a collaborative launch pad for growth, as she offers a runway for her peers to showcase their talent and drive new business. Laura serves as salon owner, master stylist, and a mentor to independent stylists. She kicked off her career at a commission-based traditional salon and gained professional experience through assisting, training, and then behind the chair, where she began to fully understand how she ideally wanted to serve her guests. After desiring more creative control over her business, she went on to become an independent stylist at a chair-renting salon and was liberated. Five years later, she founded Ivy Hairloft in Arlington, which has evolved into a supportive community for the independent stylist and a launch pad for industry entrepreneurs. All the while, she has grown and nurtured her family of five and is a dedicated mom and wife. So, Laura, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, We're guys. really excited to have you and have you representing the beauty industry. I think you're the first from the mm-hmm. industry to be here. Um <laughs> at least from the the hair sector. So um, today we're going to take a deep dive into how you've transformed your studio into a runway for growth. But first, we'd love to learn more about your entrepreneurial journey. So can you share some milestones that led you to the formal opening of Ivy Hairloft? Definitely. So my first venture into entrepreneurship was when I was 11. I sold pillows and game boards that I made with one of my girlfriends. So I always had that spirit in me, like I wanted to design clothes, but I can't do that. It's just, it's always been in me to do on my own business. Um, And when I have to say my biggest, that biggest milestone was becoming a chair renter that first day. It was um, 2012 in February and I had previously worked for a commissioned salon where I gave um, where I worked for someone else and they set my hours, um, took a commission of my services and, uh, and wanted more control, like you said in the intro. And, um, and I started chair renting and I got up that morning, I put on heels, which I don't do anymore. And, um, I worked 10 hours. So I should have been exhausted by the end of that day, but I wasn't, I was like so freaking motivated. I was energized. I was like, this is the best. This is amazing. Like I, at that moment, I was like, I could never imagine working for anybody else, to be honest. So uh, it was, it was uh, so powerful, that feeling. And I still carry that feeling that I had on that day with me today. And when I'm thinking about um, getting a new chair renter in or talking to someone about being an independent stylist, I keep that feeling and I get so excited and I'm, I want that for them. If they want that. So that day was a huge milestone in my entrepreneur start uh, for Ivy Hairloft. And, uh, and then finding the actual space for Ivy was super, super important. Um, I had a spot fall through. It was actually in Winthrop. I was trying to buy it, and that fell through. And I think everything happens for a reason. And once I found Ivy Hairloft in Arlington, it was a bit of a diamond in the rough, but I saw the potential right away. 
Um, it's like beautiful skylight, big windows. I was like, yep, this is it. And I was so thankful that that other place fell through. Yeah. So, uh, so that obviously was a huge physical milestone for, for Ivy Hair Loft in my journey. Awesome. That's great. So the idea of independence and liberation seemed like a major impetus for you to venture out in the beginning, but entrepreneurship has, you know, a risk factor to it as well. Can you share some insight into how you balance the risk and the reward with building your brand? Yes. So the scariest thing for me was um, getting the space, doing this huge build out, which it needed, and... I probably spent like a hair too much money, but uh, a hair, no pun intended. I say that all the time. I'm like a hair that's a hair that. I'm like so, so fitting. Um, but yeah, I I probably spent like a little too much money. But anyways, it's in the past it's, and it's beautiful. But that was a huge risk for me to uh, rent a space, build it out, and no one would want to show up. Like that would be scary. Um, so. The way that I balanced that risk was finding a space that was, I'm going to use the word in quotes, you guys are listening, I'm quoting, <laughs> affordable for uh, me to do on my own. I would have to have work, worked like six to seven days a week to afford it, the rent and the operating costs, but I was so driven and so motivated to start Ivy Hairloft and this launch pad for stylists that I was going to do it. And I technically could have carried it myself for a little while. So that, uh, those low, the low rent and uh, initial uh, carry costs, like the heat and the water would have been low in the beginning with just me. Um, that calmed the risk down for me. I yeah. was able to go forward uh, without too much stress of losing it all because of the low, the low rent and uh, me being able to carry it myself if I had to. Yeah, that makes total sense, and I think it all comes down to like really a business plan, right? Measuring your overhead costs, yeah. like you talked about, and I think that's smart. If you feel like you have that plan in place, then. You're yeah. more confident moving forward, and you can actually like step into your power a little bit, and not Absolutely. be so like anxious about. Right, you ha I had to do my due diligence. I looked at my numbers at my old spot, and um, you know my income, my expenses, and put them towards Ivy Hair Loft, and I, I could have, I could do it. I would never want to work seven days a week, sure. but I could if I had to, yeah. and I would have. Yeah. So. Luckily, I didn't have to, but uh, <laughs> but that was there, and so knowing that uh, definitely relaxed my risk, uh, my fear of of the worst case scenario and the risk. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's a good segue, actually, into our next question. In terms of your business mo model, can you explain exactly how kind of the independent stylist model works, and also how you recruit top talent to ensure that you maintain positive brand reputation and a really competitive market given there are salons kind of everywhere yeah there are salons everywhere there's a salon across the street down the street like everywhere so um my business model for the chair renters are they pay me a monthly rent and that's it um they once you rent a chair at ivy hairloft you are your own business owner you come to ivy hairloft at that moment whether you were a chair renter before or commissioned stylist you come to Ivy as a business owner. 
So you make your own hours, you set your own prices, you choose your own products that you want to retail. There are retail shelves for each station that allows each stylist to have their own product. Even It doesn't matter if it's not what I sell. Um, they can take a three-month vacation if they want to. It is, it, is, uh, it is just up to them and their clients to plan for that. Um, and the... My, so... My business model, <laughs> I just got totally uh, held up there. No but uh, Yes. Okay, so recruiting. Sorry, I knew that was a two-part question, and I <laughs> forgot where I was going with that. But, yeah, so recruiting was really important for me because um, on I used Instagram a lot to find the talent, the quality of work that I wanted in Ivy Hair Loft. There's no one that's a perfect hairstylist. I'm not a perfect hairstylist. It doesn't exist. So I wasn't looking for perfection on Instagram. I was just looking for quality work, and I got a tiny glimpse into their personal life. Um, and so if I liked what I saw on Instagram, I followed a lot of them. Um, I kind of followed them for a little while. And if I liked what I saw on Instagram, I reached out to them, and I asked if they wanted to meet, and I told them a little bit about Ivy. And... I got a few no's, and I got a few yeses, and the ones that said yes, we met at Ivy Hair Loft, and uh, at that point, I had seen what they d- did for the for their quality of work, um, and what I was looking for in that meeting is personality, because beyond quality of work, I really wanted people that fit into the energy there, um, where I wanted collaboration, I wanted support, I wanted if somebody who... Like, if I ran out of a certain color, I could say, hey, can I borrow your color? Mm-hmm. And, and we could do that. Um, if I wanted to know what formula they use, or they wanted to know what I did, like, it's total sharing collaboration. Um, and so that was really important when I met with them. I was looking for personality and seeing if they could fit in. Um, so that's the, the ones that I asked to work there. I, I really felt good about during our, our in-person meetings. And that's how I picked them. That's awesome. That must be so fun. It was a fun. fun environment. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 um like I really don't like to a pretty humble person, but I'm really proud of what I created at Ivy Hair Loft and the energy that we have in there and the the girls that I work with. Really proud. We're That's excited awesome. to come visit. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, kind of talking a little bit about the environment and the culture. Can you share? some of the specific resources around getting new clients or retaining clients or even just general mentorship that you're providing these people that are launching their business? Yeah. So the, um, with the, the girls at this, we're all pretty busy. The girls at the salon, uh, we, we don't often talk a lot about how to, get new clients. We're all really active on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to address like kind of the mentorship aspect of it in a second, but for stylists that are listening, uh, and in our salon, what we do is we really try to create a good client experience, um, to, for retention. We want people to enjoy their time here. Our motto kind of at Ivy Hair Loft is, like you're visiting your girlfriends, but you're getting really good hair too. So I want it to be friendly and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so creating that experience is really important for client retention. Um, and I also 
tell everyone, like, use your existing clientele for referrals. Um, that's a really great new way to achieve, to get new mm-hmm. clients. Um, and I always believe to not discount your services. Um, I usually, I'll tell that to the girls at the salon, even though they don't, we don't really talk about like how to get new clients. We really talk about the mentorship, which I'll explain in a sec. But, um, so yeah, the new client referral, don't discount your services, offer a complimentary product for your referral program. Don't discount your value and your time. Mm-hmm. Um, is what I tell a lot of people who actually do reach out to me on Instagram asking how to build a clientele. And that's one of the things I tell them. And then obviously Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, post good quality photos, uh, stay consistent, like engage with your followers, make it fun and interesting. Um, so definitely those key, those key pointers. And then as far as the mentorship in the salon, what we talk about in the back room isn't the new client new client referrals, acquisitions, uh, isn't retention. It's uh, business systems. That's what we talk about. Okay. And that means uh, what's your cancellation policy? What what do you say to a new client when they know, or excuse me, a client when they don't show up? Uh, that's what I get asked about. That's what we talk about a lot in the back room is our business systems. And I do, I've been an uh, independent stylist for seven years. So... I seven and a half actually, and um, and so I do have some experience with all all of that uh, enforcing the cancellation policy uh, and and how to speak to clients when you're in a not easy situation mm-hmm. because as an independent stylist it is you and your client you are not um, you're not there's no manager there's no receptionist there's no to, buffer yeah. there's no buffer. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of it is is leading by example in my position and leading with grace. And um, that's when they ask me how to respond to certain things or how to uh, what would they would do in a certain situation. It's often met with grace and professionalism. Mm-hmm. So that's like where the mentorship is. But the girls there are are, are fantastic, and it's sort of like a. It's a, it's a really a collaboration and a creation of mm-hmm. of all of our businesses. And it makes me think of WeWork, honestly, yeah. because you guys, mm-hmm. you're like your own little mini co-working space. I'm so space. inspired by WeWork. That's yeah. what it is, though. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's ultimately it's a, a co-working, co-working space, which is so cool, because you really don't see that a lot, and it's really interesting. So kudos to you for the creativity there. Um, we are PR people mm-hmm. at by, by nature, so we always love to ask this question because we're just curious, but how do you stay visible as a brick-and-mortar business within your space? So obviously you talk about Instagram, but is there anything else that you're doing like from a community standpoint? Like how are you putting your brand out there, especially locally, because that's really your, where your clientele is at, right? So Instagram's the world, but yeah. in terms of really like local visibility, are, are there anything... Anything in particular that you feel like has worked really well to elevate your visibility, for instance? I, so I have, there's two aspects to Ivy Hair Loft. There's the client facing and then there's the independent stylist facing. Um, the client facing is a, is a little easier word of mouth. Uh, we don't advertise, but obviously, as you said, Instagram. For the stylist facing, what I like to do is I really like to host classes at Ivy Hair Loft. Um, we have done a few in 2000, 
18, and then we've done a few already in 2019. 2019. Jesus, can't remember the year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to chalk that one up to mom brain. But, um, so... And also, like, we are starting to teach classes at Ivy Hair Loft. The girls that are there, we are starting to teach and to reach out to uh, other local stylists, stylists that are in the area, and um, have them come to our classes. And That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah and, and do that. Mm-hmm. And have, like, have some events. Um, we've, ho- we've hosted events with um, a local yoga teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was sweaty to ready. And, I, and the, the great thing is that I actually was just there as support and to, like, help another, help a co-worker. But it was her, it was a chair renter and her client. And, and they and her client was a yoga teacher. And they did that together. Okay. I was just there for support. They used Ivy Hair Loft, as they all can, as, like, their space for their event. So, um, so that was really cool. And then to bring it full circle where Ivy Hair Loft is going to start looking for local uh, providers and uh, local makers of products that fit in line with our brand, maybe candles or jewelry or brow specialists or makeup artists and feature them for a week or a couple of days or whatever works with That's all of fun. our schedules. that idea. And bring some fresh uh, and fun people and uh, products to Ivy Hair Loft. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That works wonders. We've seen it firsthand. So yeah, yeah. good luck. Cool. That's Thank awesome. You. All right, so rapid fire right, question time. Just a <laughs> few. Mm-hmm. If you could be any animal, what would you be? A sheep dog, and I kind of want to explain that one. But <laughs> it sounds so weird. Do we'll I come mean? back. We'll come okay. back. All right, go fire. What is one of the things you put on your bucket list? Um, having a house down and somewhere warm. Favorite celebrity? Ooh, I'm going to go with the owner of Drybar Alley Web. Awesome. Um, if you could be any flavor of ice cream? <laughs> uh, cake batter. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, describe yourself in three words. Loyal, uh, driven, and loving. Last question. What would you do with your 15 minutes of fame? I would um, do someone's hair and hopefully become a celebrity hairstylist. Love it. I don't want that, actually. But I (laughs) someone's hair. (laughs) Great job. Excellent. (laughs) Um, All right. Our last question for today is, what is one candid piece of advice that you'd like to close with for those who are just getting started on their startup journey. So thinking outside the box here doesn't have to be hairstylist necessarily, but for any woman entrepreneur in particular, given our listeners, that's just thinking of launching their brand for the first time. What would you, what would you say to them? The one piece of advice I've lived my life by is do it. Don't wait, just do it. Do your due diligence as best as you can ask the questions, get as many as all the info, but just do it. Don't wait. Make the leap of faith. That's great. I love it. Mm -hmm. We hear that a lot, like get started. Yeah. yeah. There's never a perfect time. There is never. There won't ever be. Right. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. (laughs) You did an amazing job. Oh God. Um, Thank you. 
We'd love for you to share your contact information. So for anyone who is trying to get in touch with Laura and Ivy Hairloft, they can be reached at? You can reach me at Laura K underscore beauty on Instagram or Ivy Hairloft on Instagram. And your website? Awesome. Ivyhairloft.com. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much thank for your you time. Guys. Thank, thank you. you. Have a great day.